Nights with Simon Lim on 1FM 91.3. Night Call with Simon Lim. Tonight on my show, my special phone-in guest is Wee Zijin, a registered clinical psychologist who has experience working with clients in the US and Singapore. Now, Zijin is the founder of A Kind Place. And I want to say hi, Zijin. Welcome to my show. Hi, Simon. Thanks for having me. Now, Zijin, tell me about A Kind Place. What does A Kind Place provide in terms of its service? So A Kind Place is a psychological practice that was founded by myself in September 2021. For us, our mission is to provide a safe space and offer affordable counselling and workshops to adults who are facing challenges in life, such as anxiety, trauma, relationship issues and life transitions. For us, we are committed to inclusivity, so we welcome individuals from diverse backgrounds with or without disabilities. And you've worked with clients, you know, from little kids to seniors on their mental health conditions and even neurodevelopmental disorders. So what has been your approach to ensure a client feels comfortable to, you know, share their thoughts and feelings? I think the very first step is remembering that whoever we work with is another human being. So approaching them as people and building a good working relationship with the client, that is key to having a good therapeutic relationship with them. So providing a non-judgmental environment that we put ourselves in uh, in the client's shoes to get a better understanding of what they're going through and learning about their preferences and interests to connect better with them. And how would someone know that it's time to seek intervention in a case such as, you know, dealing with work stress or burnout? In other words, you know, it's not something that the person can manage or resolve on their own and it's time to seek professional help, you know, be it psychotherapy or counselling. The first thing we need to do is be aware that something is wrong. A lot of times, the problem is that we are not aware. So we might go home, maybe feel not so great at home, have more mood swings or are more irritable. We get angry at our spouse, but we don't realize that. So the moment that we are aware of these changes, whether it's mood swings, cynicism uh, towards work, excessive overtime or difficulties in our relationship, that's when we can start to think, hmm, Maybe there's something wrong. And if we use our typical coping strategies and they don't work, that's probably the time where it's time to seek help, seek external help or counselling. And tonight, my special guest is Wee Zijin, a registered clinical psychologist and the founder of A Kind Place. Okay, Zijin, stay with me right here on the show because I have some more questions for you, all right? All right, I'll be here. Night Call. With Simon Lim. On the line with me is my special guest, Wee Jin, a registered clinical psychologist and the founder of A Kind Place. Okay, Zijin, how are you feeling tonight? I'm doing great. And Zijin, let's talk about someone who may be in his or her 40s or 50s and they feel that they've lost their identity. In other words, the person may have had a grand ambition in the past, but now he or she feels lost. And it may stem partly from facing rejection in their career, a failed business venture, or even a partner or spouse who tells them to be realistic instead of pursuing their dream. Now, what would be the journey for such a person if he or she were to seek help from counselling? 
when a person faces such a big life change and when they have low self-esteem, I think that this can be quite a difficult and disheartening experience. It's hard when people are made to change paths that they originally had planned or are told not to pursue their dreams. As for counselling, the journey for each person is very unique because everyone is different. So let's say the person wants to address their anxiety and improve their self-esteem. In therapy, what they can expect is to work closely with a therapist who will help them understand and manage their anxiety better and also to help them improve their relationships with themselves. So they'll learn about coping with anxiety, different types of coping skills, ways to increase their self-compassion, understanding their values better and then moving towards living a more value-driven life. Now let's talk about reinventing oneself in life. And one may ask, how do I begin a journey of self-reinvention? In other words, if you're not 20 or 30, but rather 45 to 65, is it harder to change bad habits and even change their thinking? What's your view in this? So I think that it's never too late to embark on a journey of self-reinvention. While it's true that changing bad habits and shifting one's thinking can be challenging as we grow older, it's definitely possible. Sometimes people want things to happen really quickly. Unfortunately, it's a process and it takes time. So through therapy, self-reflection and willingness to change, self-reinvention is definitely possible. At this stage of life, around 40s or 50s, um, a lot of people find nurturing different aspects such as career, family or community contributing to their sense of fulfillment. So some people, they choose to change their jobs or maybe get out of unhealthy relationships, start a family. Personally, I have relatives who started their own business in their 40s or their 50s and they're doing really well now. Some of them have retired, others are still working. So I believe that it's never too late and it's definitely possible. Excellent. Now, if someone feels stuck, in other words, they're feeling torn between struggling to get out of a difficult situation and yet they may at times feel resigned that things are hopeless. What's your advice? Is it possible for someone to reach you know, a stage of numbness psychologically? That is, they're unhappy but claim they feel nothing. So how can counselling help? I think that's a great question, Simon. So definitely it is possible. I'll give you an example. So imagine a person is in an unhappy relationship with their partner. They might feel frustrated and angry at their partner or they feel stuck in the relationship maybe because they have children or other commitments such as their finances. So this can lead to them having a sense of hopelessness and because all these feelings are so overwhelming, uh, as a defense mechanism, their body decides to shut down and they feel numb. Mm -hmm. So they no longer feel anything. And through counseling, they can then explore their emotions and gain a deeper understanding of the choices that are available to them. So they learn that they don't need to run away from their emotions and they do not need to try to make themselves feel numb. Instead, they learn how to face their emotions head on and also they learn to increase their self-confidence and be more empowered through the process of counselling 
and they can then lead more fulfilling and meaningful lives. Well, thank you so much for giving my listeners this insight. And I'm talking to Wei Zijin, a registered clinical psychologist, and she's the founder of A Kind Place. Stay with us right here on the show. Nights with Simon Lim on One FM ninety one point three. Night call. With Simon Lim. This evening, my special phone-in guest is Wei Zijin, a registered clinical psychologist who has experience working with clients in the U.S. and Singapore. And Zijin is the founder of A Kind Place. I like that name. Now, Zijin, you know, stress can come from interpersonal relationships too, either with family or their spouse. The person may suffer from verbal abuse, or、uh, they have to come to terms with infidelity in a marriage. So, is stress from interpersonal relationships one of the most common issues that clients face today? Yes. Um, Simon, yes, I think it is a common concern. I've worked with individuals who have experienced both sides of infidelity. So the ones who were betrayed, or the ones who had the affair. Both both parties choose to come to therapy individually or as a couple if they have already found out that there was the affair going on.、Mm-hmm. And these conflicts they can deeply impact. The client's emotions, leading them to feel betrayal, guilt, and uncertainty about the relationship's future. So therapy typically can provide a valuable support in helping clients navigate through this challenging situation.、Mm-hmm. Therapy can provide a safe space for the clients to gain clarity about their needs and desires, and also understand more about what happened and why. The infidelity actually happened. Now, if someone feels that you know people are turning against them or ganging up against them, what's one possible reason and your advice? So, if someone feels that people are turning against them or ganging up against them, it could be due to past trauma. So, past trauma that's affecting their perceptions of their current social interactions, or even how they view their previous interactions in the past. So my advice for them is probably seek help,、um, but seek help from a trauma-informed therapist because this can be beneficial in exploring the deep root causes of where these feelings come from, and then they can slowly work on healing and reframing their perception. And also, it's important for them to build a support network, whether it's going out with friends, meeting new people.、Uh, it's important to rebuild relationships, so trust in the relationships, and surround themselves with people who can show them empathy and understanding. And now let's talk about creating a sense of belonging. You know, social media can indirectly make people feel like they don't belong to a certain league, right? So, in other words, the people or the person、uh, may feel that they don't lead the ultimate lifestyle, like you know how influencers seemingly do, or they don't feel good about themselves because they don't look as attractive as the beautiful people they see on Instagram. Now, how do you help someone like that to reaffirm? Their self worth. Actually, this is something that so many people face these days, and I wish that I could just tell everyone get off social media and don't use it. <laughs>、uh, unfortunately, <laughs> it's not that easy. Instead, what some people have found helpful is actually to reflect on why people use social media and 
and to remember that a lot of times people use social media to present maybe their best selves or highlight positive aspects of their lives and also to remember that there's more to a story than what's portrayed online that can provide some sort of perspective for whoever is being affected by social media another thing is also practicing mindfulness and self-compassion because then that can lead to a fuller sense of self-worth and inner fulfillment because it's about discovering what works for you and also embracing yourself and your life what works for you and embracing yourself and your life uh, we'll come back in just a short while so stay with us right here on the show i have we zijin a registered clinical psychologist and the founder of a kind place on my show this evening night call with Simon Lim. Still in line with me is my special phone and guest, Weezy Jin, a registered clinical psychologist and the founder of A Kind Place. Now, Zijin, you've worked with clients, you know, from Singapore, Taiwan, Australia, New Zealand, as well as uh, India. Now, what's a common thread, you know, in people who seek counseling? Uh, is it the feeling that they think, you know, no one understands them or that they need to seek clarity from an unbiased? As professional. I think a common thread among people seeking counselling these days is because they have a need for someone who is not judgmental and someone to hold a safe space so that they can openly share about their lives and talk about anything that they need to. Many of them are looking for a professional who actively listens and validates their experiences without offering any advice. Mm. Because a lot of times when they talk to their friends or their family, they might get advice from them or they might hear things that they don't really want to. And also with therapists, there's a trust because we're bound to ethics and we're not allowed to share anything that our clients have shared with us. That distance between like the therapist and the clients from their personal lives, I think that space creates safety for the clients to talk about anything that they need in therapy. I mean, having a dedicated hour each week to talk about yourselves, I think that's something that's really, really amazing and a lot of people appreciate that. I think one of the things that you pointed out was very important is about, you know, that confidentiality so very important, right? Yeah, definitely. I think it's one of the most important things mm. about therapy. Mm. And psychotherapists or counsellors do have their own personal challenges or problems to manage, you know. So who do you talk to when you need someone to confide in, you know? Um, how does it help to, you know, talk things out, let's say, with a good listener? That's a very good question, Simon. So for us, we have our own therapist as well. Um, personally, I've been in therapy several times in my life, whether it's seeing a psychologist, a counsellor, an art therapist. I like to try different therapy because even for us, we need to find what works best for each and every one of us. Everyone is so different. So we need to find out what is the qualities that we want in the person that we speak to and having a good support system. So for myself, like outside of therapy, I have my boyfriend, I have my family, I have my friends. And I always tell people, like, you need to pick the right person to talk to. Like for me, I know that there are the right people to turn to who will give me the answers that I need to hear when I face 
difficult challenges in life. Now, what's one life lesson that you can share with my listeners? You know, in a nutshell,、uh, what did you learn? I think recently I learned that many of us we feel trapped or stuck because we are not living the lives that we are truly meant to live. This is something I noticed and learned even for myself. Like we put on this mask and pretend like that we are someone else that we are actually not, and we always pretend that life is okay. However, the moment we admit to ourselves that we are living a lie and we are ready to take that mask down, I think that is the moment that we start feeling free. And that's the first step towards living a more fulfilling life.、Mm-hmm. Very good advice. Now, could you also share a quote with my listeners and tell us why you like this quote? This is a quote that, again, I found quite recently. So it's a quote by Eleanor Roosevelt, and she says, "Do what you feel in your heart to be right, for you'll be criticized anyway. You'll be damned if you do, and damned if you don't." Thank you so、yeah. much,、uh, Zijin, for being on my show. Of course, I was talking to We Zijin, a registered clinical psychologist and the founder of A Kind Place. And Zijin, why don't you give the website for my listeners? Sure, you can find us on www.akindplace.co. And what about Instagram? What's the handle? Our handle is at akindplace. Well, thanks so much for taking time off、uh, from your busy schedule to be right here on the show. Thank you, Zijin, and you take care. Okay. Thank you, Simon. Thank you so much for having me on your show. Good night. Have a good night. Nights with Simon Lim on One FM ninety one point three.